Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I wish you'd sit down this morning after the broadcast goes off and write. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know where you're hearing the broadcast from. Give me the call letters of the station. And then if you could, if you would, uh, if the Lord leads you, send me a generous check for the broadcast to keep the old trailblazer going on the air, my friend. takes a lot of money to bring these broadcasts, but the Lord's supplying the need. We've been bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the God of this world. We're coming down close to the end. We have several more studies, probably eight or ten more. But we're looking this morning at the coming world Antichrist. In our earlier studies on Satan, we showed you from God's Word who Satan is, where he came from, and his character and his work. We found in our study there on the 28th chapter of Ezekiel that Satan was the anointed cherub cherub that covereth, and that he was the guardian angel of the throne of God, led the worship of the universe. He was the highest of all created beings. I want to just give you this little background this morning. Remember what Satan, who Satan is. He was, had the highest place of authority ever given to any angel. He was next to Christ in power, was perfect in beauty, sealed up in the sum full of wisdom. He was perfect in all of his ways and was most honored of all the heavenly beings by Jehovah. Then we found that one day his heart was lifted up because of his beauty, that is, iniquity was found in him, which in essence is his own opinion, that's right, man's own opinion, that he corrupted his wisdom by reason of his brightness. And according to Isaiah 14, 14, he aspired to be like the Most High, that is, to be God, to take the place of God and to be worshipped as God. This led to his complete fall and his ruin, the loss of his place of honor, and he was thrown out of heaven. Christ said he saw him as lightning fall from heaven when he was cast out. This earth being his original throne and place of his abode, when judgment fell upon him, according to Genesis 1-2, judgment fell upon this earth. And as a result, it lay in waste, covered with darkness, water over the face of the deep, a complete ruin and wreck, destroyed of everything that was upon it. The rest of the first chapter of Genesis is the story of the restoration of this earth and the creation of Adam and Eve to take it over, to subdue it, to replenish it, and rule over it. This Satan resented. And the third chapter of Genesis is the story of the fall of man, seduced and deceived and led to ruin by Satan, our old archenemy. Satan led them to their ruin through the same means that led to his fall. He appeared to their desire to be as gods. Then it was that Jehovah appeared on the throne, on the scene there, and gave this prophetic utterance in Genesis 3.15, which is the beginning of the mortal combat between Satan and God, the spirit of Satan and the Holy Spirit. Listen now, and, and, and as we said, you will find this combat reaches and extends through the entire Bible until we come to the new heaven and the new earth. Jehovah stood there, Jehovah Jesus stood there at the beginning of this conflict and said, the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman will be enmity with each other. Each has hated the other from that day to this, and from this day until Satan with his son, the false prophet, 
Every child of Adam's race who will not be saved is cast into the lake of fire. The warfare will never cease until that day. This conflict has been going on for nearly 6,000 years. It's going on today. It's going on here in this ministry. Satan is a roaring lion going about attempting to deceive our people, taking those, snatching them out. That's right. Rocking them to sleep. He has a trap set. He has a snare. The Bible tells us to beware of the wiles of the devil or the traps or the snares of the devil. And he has one to fit everyone. All through the Old Testament, there is prophesied the coming of the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, who is our Redeemer. Then throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament also, there is prophesied the coming of the Antichrist, the Son of Satan, and, and who is man's sworn enemy, and who is set for the destruction of the human race, who hates God, deifies God, defies God, and opposes every child of God, world without end. Read your Bible slowly. Read it closely, if you would. And you'll see the trail of the serpent as he's crawled across the centuries of human time and left his slime and filth, and he will continue to do so until he's cast into the pit. Now, let's not forget this one thing, this one fact. Let's keep it clear in our minds. Satan's one purpose has been and now is to continue to, and will continue until all of it becomes a reality. That is to be worshipped on a worldwide scale. And he will be worshipped through his son, the Antichrist, who is yet to come. Now, let's hold on to those truths while we call your attention to his many names, which denotes the character of the Antichrist and his deadly work set forth in the Bible. In Genesis 3.15, he's called the seed of the serpent. In Numbers, I'm going to go slow now if you want to write these scriptures down. In Genesis 3.15, he's called the seed of the serpent. In Numbers 24.24, he is called Asher, A-S-S-H-U-R. In Psalms 5 and 6, he is spoken of as the bloody and deceitful man. Then in Psalms 8, as the enemy and the avenger. In Psalms 10, the man of the earth. Ten, th Psalms 37.10, the lawless one or the wicked one. In Psalms 91.3, the fowler. In Psalms 110.6, he is referred to as a head over many countries. Then in Isaiah 10.24, he is addressed as the Assyrian. Turn to Isaiah 14.4, where he sets forth as the king of Babylon, which will be the capital city of his entire world. Then in Isaiah 14.12, he's spoken of as Lucifer, the son of the morning. That word Lucifer means the day star. As Christ is spoken of as the true branch in Isaiah 49, 19, so the Antichrist is spoken of as the abominable branch. Abominable branch. Then in Isaiah 29, 20, he is set forth as the terrible one. In Ezekiel 21, 25, he is definitely called the profane, wicked prince of Israel. In Daniel 8, 9, he is called the little horn. Also, Daniel uh, describes him in Daniel 8.23 as a king of a fierce countenance. In Daniel 9.26, as a prince that shall come. In Daniel 9.11.21, a vile person. Daniel 11.36, a willful king. In Nahum 1.11, he's spoken of as a wicked counselor. As the Lord Jesus Christ is spoken of as the good shepherd, there in the 10th chapter of John, so the Antichrist is spoken of in Zechariah as the idle shepherd. 
as Christ is set forth in the Scriptures as the truth, so in John 8, 44, the Antichrist is set forth as the lie. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, he is spoken of as the man of sin. And in the 8th verse of the same chapter, the same chapter there, the 8th verse, the lawless one. John warns us here, 1 John 2, 18, of the coming of the Antichrist. Then in Revelation 6, 2, he's pictured as the rider of the white horse. And Revelation 9, 11, as the angel from the bottomless pit. Then his true character is set forth in the 13th chapter of Revelation as the beast out of, the, out of mankind's seed. But Christ spoke of him in John 54, 543 as the one that should come in his own name. Now, my friends, I know that's quite lengthy there, but if you'll write me, I'll send you all those verses. Now, listen, listen. These are but a few prophetic references to the coming of the world Antichrist as set forth in the Bible. You see, the Antichrist, the son of Satan, occupies a large place throughout the entire world. I'm hoping and trusting you'll be able to see and clearly understand these studies, these two world characters, Christ and the Antichrist, Christ, the son of God, and the Antichrist, the son of Satan. Let's not get away from this fact. The purpose of Satan has been, and is now, to get control of this earth and all of its inhabitants and to be worshipped as God. He will do all of this through his son, the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition. The Lord Jesus said, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? No doubt you've read this many times. Many have aspired to do that one thing, and God will let one man one day reach that goal. That man will be the Antichrist, the son of Satan, who will one day lay hold to the title of this entire earth and be worshipped as God. Now, that may startle some of you, but it's so. Did you ever stop to think that the outstanding trend during the past 40, 50 years in our national and international government has been towards centralization of government control? If you listen closely, you'll hear the cry from all over the globe for one-man rule. Democracy has failed, and there's a growing belief of a worldwide clamor from all parts of the world for a one-man government over a federation of nations. How that's coming together, we see that today. The European nation have joined there in the league. They have a one coin, one, one money uh, there in the, the EO, they call it, the European money. All of it has come together. Then we see all the credit card business where one, one card, you can go all over the world and buy what you want on a credit card. We see where you have to have a number now to even start the school. You have to have a number to open a bank. You have to have a number to do anything with now, my friend. And that's the coming. That's the mark of the coming Antichrist to where the, uh, that man can rule the world. Listen now. Listen, man, listen, man's opinion is that this is the only hope for a worldwide peace, to have a worldwide government. And I believe myself, my own belief is that the United Nations will be the charter, uh, the, the Mother Hubbard of that outfit. That's right. Did you know now the American troops are, are, uh, are operating under the flag of the United Nations? We have people uh, directing our troops who are uh, members from other countries, even though they're United Nations troops. Listen now, listen. If, if the wrong man happens to reach this position as dictator, then nothing but chaos will ensure. That man will be the Antichrist. We find ourselves today in a world fast drifting towards destruction, and it drifts farther and farther each day, away from God, 
on the toboggan slide to hell. We find it clamoring for one universal head, someone who will be able to coordinate not only one nation, but all the nations simultaneously. And we face that situation today, my friend, right before our, before our eyes. Let me ask you, are you safe and uh, in the, under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Does all of this, this stuff don't bother me. I'm just bringing you the facts, my friend. I'm just relating to you what's going to take place here in this world according to God's word, not according to my word. I'm not worried about it. I'm not afraid because when the, when the end time comes, I'm going home to be with the Lord. Listen, my friend, nothing can happen to God's child except it passes in front of God's grace, in the throne of his grace, and I'm content to wait on the Lord. And I know there's hundreds and millions of people that are scared to death, shaking in their boots now because of the end time. But if they were secure in Christ, if their sins had been put away, they'd be looking forward to going home to be with the Lord. Let me ask you this morning, you who hear the old trailblazer, are you ready to go home, be with the Lord? The Antichrist doesn't bother me. He's coming, my friend. That's right. He's coming. He's coming to this earth. Are you ready to go to be with the Lord? Are you? Are you ready to go be with the Lord? Or are you just uh, uh, not worried? Not, you, you're content to, to wait and see what happens. You say, well, I'll get by the best I can. No, my friend, you'll, you'll serve the Antichrist. You'll have a mark in your, head, in your forehead and a mark in your hand before you can't buy or sell. Or any, all of those things was going to take place, my friend. We're going to get into it in our next study on the Antichrist. Yes, that's one of Satan, the god of this world. That's his son. Be raised from the dead there on the third day. That's right. But listen, are you ready to go be with the Lord? You say, oh, trailblazer, you're just trying to fool me and frighten me. No, I wish I could, but you're not. You're not frightened. If you were, you'd turn to the Lord, my friend. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer, saying it's been good to have been with you. Uh, Write us, would you, and let us hear from you. Goodbye, and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.